uh, have a bulletin. You can write it on anything. Just make sure we can read it clearly. And we want to pray not just for you, but with you. Because uh, there's power in a multitude of prayers. Amen. So we are going to have our picnic today. We want to encourage everybody to stay. And during the service, this is the first time uh, for us, too, to have a combined service. So we're looking for a lot of grace. I think it's going to be great. But working out the details, uh, I encourage you to stay with us through that. Uh, we've been talking in the English church about prayer, five-part series. I think we're on week three, and the pastor's going to join us. I was asking her if she wanted to interpret anymore. Is she done? This is Carla. She's, uh, I don't know, Dominguez. I don't know. We consider her part of the English church, but I'm sure they can claim her more <laughs> as part of the Spanish church. But she does serve in both, serves on worship teams. She's involved in young adults, youth groups. She does a lot on both sides of the church. Yeah. And she's a student and has a job, a job that actually pays. So she does a lot. We're so grateful for you, Carla. <laughs> so as you get ready to do those prayer requests, I encourage you to put them in. I was thinking um, this week about how prayer, and I've said this before, but it should be our first response, not our last resort. We don't struggle through a problem and then finally at the end say, you know, all I can do is pray. It should be our first response to any situation that comes upon us. And I was thinking about first responders. We've got Frank here, first responder. First responders, and there might be more in the church I don't know about, but they're all about saving lives. Amen? And first responders show up just like it says first, and they're often there at the most difficult, ugliest time of the accident or incident. And the first thing they do is assess the situation and immediately, I think I got this right, Frank, <laughs> start providing life-saving uh, to the person that's in need. And really, you know, that should be our first response to the Lord and his response to us is just like this, just like that. Here's a person and he, you know, comes, assesses, and immediately starts uh, giving us life in the situation. Amen? I want to encourage you that there's no prayer too big or small, like I said. Sometimes we think God's too busy with a lot of big stuff. He doesn't have time for our little problem. And I just want us to see that, that that's really limiting God and bringing him down to our size. And really, God is so big and so vast that there's no problem that he's not interested in if it touches our lives. And so we want to go to him. Be bold in your prayers. Don't hold anything back. You know, we serve a wonderful Savior that's able to answer prayer. The Bible said, says that he is, let me read this exactly, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in times of trouble. These are times of trouble. This week alone, we've had two mass shootings, many killed, one in El Paso, and I forgot where the other one was this morning we were, Ohio. You know, these things are happening, and uh, they are troubling. These are troubling times and uh, bring fear, anxiety upon people. And yet we serve a God that can intervene, a God that's greater, a God that's there for us, for families that are experiencing these things. And God wants to encourage us. 
I, last week I was out in Florida visiting my sister and her granddaughter that's 20 met us for breakfast one morning. It was interesting to me because I don't even know how we got to this part in the conversation, but she looked at me and said, the things that my generation deals with, high school and college people, she thinks is the most is anxiety and depression. And she said, I feel like there's an attack on my generation and that you wouldn't believe how many young people talk about suicide nowadays. And she's kind of living in this. She's a believer, but she's gone through her own stuff and just saying how God came to her rescue and delivered her out of that. And now she wants to help others. And we talk about that. When God heals us, saves us, delivers us, then we turn around and give that back to others. Amen? We all have something we can give. Listening ear, shoulder to cry on, prayers. Everybody has something that they can give to the Lord and to people through the Lord. Let's go ahead and take up our offering now. Wait a minute, guys. Where'd you go? Oh, I was going <laughs> to. I lost one of you. Come back, Leonard. He's so anxious to support the church, I know. And he actually does always talk about that, how he wants us to give to the building uh, project over here so we could do more. That's where his heart is. Thank you, Leonard. Appreciate that in you. <laughs> Father, we are so grateful that your word does tell us to be anxious for nothing but in everything with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving to make our request known to you. And the God of peace, which passes all understanding, will give us rest and hope. We thank you, Father, that you're a God of great mercy, that you're a God of endless love, unconditional love. We thank you, Father, that you're a God of provision, that you provide all we need when we need it. You provide us not just with financial needs, but spiritual needs, relationship needs, health, mental, everything we're dealing with, Father. We know we can call on you, and you are there. We thank you, Father, so much for the life and death and resurrection of Jesus that gives us eternal life. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Lifting me up from the ground, love is 
Good morning, church, and welcome to The Light. Here's what's coming up this week at The Light. Come be a light in the community of Santa Fe. We are looking for volunteers to help teachers set up classrooms and help with other school projects. We want to show our teachers that they are valued and that our community supports them. If you are interested in this, please contact Erica Maestas. This will be held on Wednesday, August 7th from 1.30 to 3.30 at Chaparral Elementary. Other ways to help is adopt a teacher, put together a goodie bag, or donate items from the list that we have in our bulletin. Financial peace. We all want it. For a while, I didn't have it. 20 years ago, I hit rock bottom. I lost just about everything. I turned to God for help, and I learned how to handle money His way. As you can imagine, it worked. That's why I started Financial Peace University, because God's ways work. Whether you're in over your head or you're doing okay right now, if you bring home $10,000 or $10 million, if you're 21 or 61, we all need a plan. Millions of people have been through Financial Peace University. They have success stories of their own. They've learned how to get rid of debt, prepare for generations to come, and give like crazy. Your success story, your financial peace is up to you. Now is your time. It's time to take control of your money. It's time to get ready for what God has for you. It's time for financial peace. Michael Gallegos will be offering a four-week financial class starting Wednesday, August 7th. Meetings will be from 6.30 through 8 p.m. each Wednesday in August. Please contact the church office if you are interested. That's it for this week's announcements. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and look at our website to make sure you find about all of our upcoming events we have here at The Light. I know it's me again. Uh, (laughs) We had a slight bobble on our announcements, a technical thing going on, but I just wanted to um, say for the Chaparral School, Erica is the principal there this year. She's going to have a little table back there. It's this Wednesday, just going and helping the teachers set up, clean up, blessing them. You know, I'm always amazed at the needs in our school system that our state doesn't cover and how teachers have to buy supplies and the extra time. So just as a community, encouraging all of us, they need about 20 people to go on Wednesday. There's 10 classrooms, two to a classroom with the teacher. And also, if you want to give items, we're going to have little bags to give to them. You can bring that. So meet with Erica, and she'll explain when, where, how, and I'll give you all the details. And just as a side note, that Dave Ramsey, I told you I was with my sister and her family last week, and they're all Dave Ramsey. They're all doing it. Both families are totally out of debt. They've been doing it for two years, and they had big debt, credit cards and everything else, and car payments. So I encourage you to come to that uh, starting this Wednesday. Passing the baton. Good morning, everybody. God bless you. Glad you're here. Could we have a little more light in the house, please? (laughs) Come on, let's light it up. Let's light it up. We are the light. Amen? All right, guys, God bless you. I'm glad you're here. Uh, We're having a very special service this morning, and uh, 
it's going to be a challenge, but we're going to get through it. I want, I'd like to ask, um, Carla, where are you? <laughs> Before I ask uh, Pastor Roberto to come up, I, I'm going to ask you to um, help me with my announcements here. So I, I want everyone in the Spanish church to uh, stand up, but we want to welcome our brothers so and sisters. So queremos que todos del, del la, I'm sorry, I totally cut Go you ahead. off. You're, you're good, no, you're good. So queremos que We're todos de la iglesia hispana, por favor, se pongan de pie. Ajá, ajá. So now, 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 okay, I'm glad you're clapping, but I want you to go to somebody that you don't know, English church, and welcome them here. Say welcome in Spanish, and we say that like, Bienvenido. Bienvenido. So okay, hacer, come on, come on, you go to those people that lo que are standing van a hacer up es que se van and a welcome them y van here. A venir a saludarlos, decirles bienvenidos. I'm sorry. No, you're good, you're good. Okay, we're getting ready to start, but before I do, is uh, I see Nicole and Anna and Mr. Ortega. Is Micah here this morning? Where's Micah? Come on. This guy, he took his real estate exam this last uh, Thursday, passed both parts of the exam, and we want to just, man, we're just excited for him. Way to go, Micah. Where are you, Micah? <laughs> okay, all right. Well, he's not here, but we're excited for him anyway. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to ask Pastor Roberto to come up, and his wife Lucy's right there. If you guys would just stand up for just a second, and we want to just give them a warm welcome. We're glad they're here. And Pastor Roberto, if you just come on up, please. All right, like I said, this is going to be a challenge because everything I say in English, we're going to say in Spanish. Vaya que si es un desafío todo lo que diga en inglés tenemos que decir en español a ver si podemos. All right. So, uh, we're going to start out with the Lord's Prayer. We've been in this series on the Lord's Prayer. We're breaking it down into seven segments. Vamos a empezar a orar al Señor para que él nos ve, vaya diciendo lo que quiere palabra en siete secciones. So the English church, we're going to start. We'll cite the entire Lord's Prayer, and then the Spanish church will recite the Lord's Prayer. So come on, let's just say it with real vigor, okay? We got the words up on, the, uh, on our uh, screen. So let's begin. Come on, let's say it like we mean it. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Come on, let's finish strong. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. All right. Vamos a mencionar al español. Padre nuestro. Fuerte, fuerte. Padre nuestro que estás en el cielo. 
santificado sea tu nombre, venga tu reino, hágase tu voluntad como en el cielo, así en la tierra. El pan nuestro de cada día, dánoslo hoy. Y no nos metas en tentación. Ah, perdona nuestras deudas. Como también nosotros perdonamos a nuestros deudores. No nos metas en tentación, sino líbranos del mal. Ahora sí, como es más potente. Porque tuyo es el reino, el poder y la gloria. Por los siglos de los siglos. Amén. Amén. All right, we all, that's common in every language, right? The amen part, and the hallelujah part is as well. Lo tenemos en todas las lenguas, por eso podemos decir aleluya al Señor. So, the, the Lord's Prayer can be broken up in two parts. La oración del Señor puede ser dividida en dos partes. The first part is praising Him. La primera parte está dirigida hacia Él. And the second part is praying, request. God says, ask. Y la segunda parte es para que nosotros podamos pedir, pídanme. The Bible says that we have not because we ask not. La Biblia dice que no tenemos porque no pedimos. So, this morning, as we think about things that you want to praise Him for, Ahora, en esta mañana, vamos a aprender a pedir las cosas que necesitamos. We want to praise him for his love. Podemos pedirle por su amor. For his salvation. Por su salvación. For his protection. Su protección. For his provision. Su provisión. And then we want to pray. De esta forma podemos orar. And we want to ask him for our marriages. Podemos pedir por nuestros matrimonios. For your children. Por nuestros hijos. For your finances. Por nuestras finanzas. For your business. Por nuestros negocios. For your health. Por nuestra salud. For the city. Por nuestra ciudad. And for our nation. Y por nuestra nación. And as we think about our nation this morning. Y es lo que queremos mencionar en esta mañana. We're grieving. The nation is grieving this ah, morning. Ah, porque la nación está sufriendo en este tiempo. From El Paso to el, Ohio. Desde El Paso hasta Ohio. And we will listen for the next week. Y vamos a escuchar la próxima semana As politicians debate, cómo los políticos debate, argue, ah, cómo debaten los políticos about why. ¿Por qué? No one will say because of the evil. No todo el mundo lo va a decir. To acknowledge evil to, is to acknowledge that there is evil and good. You can't have evil without having good. Evil. 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 Mal. Oh, can you repeat the complete idea? Can you repeat the So you can't acknowledge evil. Nosotros podemos desconocer el mal without having good. Sin tener lo bueno. God is good. Dios es bueno. The devil is evil. El diablo es malo. There is evil that is sweeping across our nation. Es ahí mal que está cruzando toda nuestra, todo nuestro país. And it will stop when the people of God, the children of God, y el mal se detiene cuando la gente de Dios, el pueblo de Dios, rise up, se levanta, and cry out to God, y llama a Dios y busca a Dios, for a great move of God, para buscar el favor de Dios, across our land. 
So, I want to bring four points this morning. Les queremos traer cuatro puntos en esta mañana. When we pray the kingdom come, cuando pedimos que el reino venga, many times in our mind, muchas veces en nuestra mente, we're thinking about the millennial reign. Estamos pensando allá en el milenio. Something that's going to happen in the future. Algunas cosas que van a pasar allá en el futuro. But the Greek word for come, pero la palabra que dice venga, is in several tenses. Está en diversos tiempos. It is not only the past tense, but the present tense as well. No solamente está en tiempo pasado, sino en el tiempo presente. Perhaps you've heard someone talking about praying or asking in prayer. Probablemente usted oiga pidiendo que el reino venga. It says, ask and keep on asking. Es pedir y mantenernos pidiendo. So when we talk about the kingdom coming, the kingdom has come. Cuando decimos que el reino viene, que el reino está viniendo. When Jesus came. Es cuando Jesucristo vino. The word kingdom. El, la palabra reino. Is made up. Está hecha. Of two Latin words. De dos eh, raíces latinas. The kings. En los reyes. Dominion. El dominio de los reyes. Kingdom. King's que, dominion. Que el rey domina. Es el dominio del rey. I'll give you an example. Les vamos a dar un ejemplo. Matthew chapter 4, 17. Mateo 4, versículo 17. From that time. Desde entonces. Jesus. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, "Repent! The kingdom of heaven is at hand." Desde entonces comenzó a Jesús a predicar y a decir, "Arrepiéntase, porque el reino de los cielos se ha acercado." So when the King came, when Jesus came, the kingdom came. Cuando Jesucristo vino, el reino vino. And the kingdom is coming. Y el reino está aquí. Again, another example. Ahora otro ejemplo. Now, after John was put into prison. Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom, saying, The time is fulfilled, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. Después de que fue encarcelado Juan, Jesús fue a Galilea predicando el evangelio del reino de Dios. Y decía, El tiempo se ha cumplido y el reino de Dios se ha acercado. Arrepiéntanse, crean en el evangelio. Marcos 1, 14, 15. And again in Matthew, he says that if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come to you. Pero si yo en el Espíritu de Dios echo fuera los demonios, ciertamente ha llegado a ustedes el reino de Dios. And once again he says, as you go preaching saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, and cast out demons. Y así como yo les digo que prediquen, el reino de los cielos se ha acercado. Los enfermos son sanados, los limprosos son limpios, los muertos son resucitados. De gracia recibieron, dar de gracia. So, when Jesus is here, the kingdom is here. Cuando Jesús está aquí, el reino está aquí. The question is, is the kingdom fully in our hearts? Eh, la pregunta es, ¿el reino está realmente llenando nuestro corazón? I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Eh, cuando yo reciba a Jesús como Señor y Salvador. 
He came into my heart. Él viene a mi corazón. But does he have full reign pero, of my heart? Pero realmente tiene un reino total. Is he really corazón? the king of all of my life? Es la gloria del reino en toda mi vida. And that's why we pray. Y es cuando oramos. Daily. Diariamente. Thy kingdom come. Que venga el reino. He gives several examples. Nos da algunos ejemplos. He says the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. Él dice que el reino de los cielos es como un grano de mostaza. He says the kingdom of heaven is like a man that scattered seed on the ground. Dice que es como un hombre que sembró un grano de mostaza en la tierra. He says that the kingdom of heaven is like leaven hidden in flour. Leaven? Ah, es como algo eh, puesto en una flor. All of these things have in common is that they're growing. The kingdom of heaven is growing. It starts out small, starts out like a mustard seed, starts out like a little leaven, starts out like a seed planted in the ground, but it's growing. Lo que quiere decir aquí es que el reino de los cielos crece. El reino de los cielos va de aumento, como una semilla de mostaza, como una planta que crece, como una semilla que fue sembrada, no solamente queda ahí, sino que crece. So when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, cuando usted recibe al Señor como su Señor y Salvador, a seed was planted in your life. Una semilla es puesta en su vida. Your life should be different today than it was when you first received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Su vida tiene que ser diferente que cuando usted recibió al Señor por primera vez en su vida. Because the kingdom is growing in you. Porque el reino está creciendo en usted. I want to say another thing, that the kingdom of God is unstoppable. Les voy a decir otra cosa. El reino de Dios es imparable. I'll give you an example from the Old Testament, the book of Daniel. Les voy a dar un ejemplo del Antiguo Testamento en el libro de Daniel. King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. El rey tuvo un sueño. He had a dream about a statue with a head of gold and a breastplate of silver and of bronze thighs and feet and legs out of iron and brass. Dice que soñó una gran estatua con una cabeza de oro y luego la parte siguiente de plata y luego algunas otras de acero y los pies de barro. And he saw this huge statue standing y cuando puso ahí su estatua but a rock was made it was carved out of a mountain not with man's hands. Una enorme roca se vino sobre aquella estatua no movida por la mano del hombre. And it smote the statue and the statue became dust. Y vino sobre la estatua y la estatua, estatua quedó hecha pedazos. Polvo. Polvo. Good Spanish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Daniel interprets the dream and he says, that there will be these political uh, kingdoms that rise up, but at the end of the age, God is going to raise up a kingdom, an everlasting kingdom that cannot be stopped. It's an unforceable or uh, an unstoppable force that cannot be hindered, it cannot be thwarted, that God's kingdom will thrive when these other kingdoms fail. Daniel dijo ahí que el reino de... Los hombres, cualquier reino va a ser acabado, van a ser terminados, pero cuando venga el reino de Dios se va a implantar ahí y va a ser un reino que dura para siempre. 
The Bible says in Proverbs 21, 30, there is no wisdom, no insight, no plan that can succeed against the Lord. La Biblia dice en Proverbios 21, 30, que no hay reino. That's no enough to make plan. you want to shout. That, I mean, that's enough to make you want to shout. Nothing can stop the move of God, the work of God in your heart and in your life. Nada que pueda prosperar en contra del reino de Dios. El reino de Dios será exitoso y será adelante. I'll give you another example from the Old Testament. Vamos a dar otro ejemplo del Antiguo Testamento. Second Kings. Segunda de Reyes. 19. 19. So, in Second Kings 19, there's a king, his name is Hezekiah. And Hezekiah is a godly king, ruler over Israel. Está el reinado de Ezequías. Ezequías es un reino, que es, un rey que está ejerciendo su reinado en el pueblo de Dios. And Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, comes against Hezekiah. Y Sennacherib, el rey de Asiria, vino en contra de Ezequías. And he begins to curse God Almighty. Y él vino a maldecir el poder de nuestro Dios. And strikes fear in the heart of Hezekiah and the people of Israel. Y se empezó a sembrar temor en el corazón de Ezequiel y del pueblo de Israel. The Lord says, El Señor dice, I am going to put a whisper in Sennacherib's ear. Voy a poner, can you repeat? Whisper, a whisper. Whisper. Uh, a whisper, a soft word. Soft word? Yeah. What's the word in Spanish? Mande? Ah, voy a poner una palabra de susurro en, en los oídos de Ezequías. And this is, this is what the word says. He says, listen. Hezekiah is saying, listen to what this enemy of God is saying. Y es lo que dice, escuchen lo que el enemigo de Dios dice. This, is, this really reminds me of the story of David and Goliath. Esta parte me recuerda la historia de David y Goliath. And David shows up when Goliath is cursing the God of Israel. Y David aparece precisamente cuando Goliath está maldiciendo el nombre del Señor. And David says, y David dice, Who is this uncircumcised Philistine ¿Quién? talking about the God of Israel? ¿Quién es este incircunciso filisteo que está desafiando los escuadrones del Dios de Israel? And David picks up a handful of stones. Y su, y Daniel, David toma cinco piedras. And he smites the, the giant. Y él kills le, the giant. Fuerte por la grande hambre. <laughs> good Spanish, better. <laughs> no, not good Spanish. But listen. I said that nothing, so Sennacherib is thinking, I am going to stop. I'm going to put a stop to the work of God. I'm going to put a stop to the move of God. Lo que quiero que se entienda es que nada puede tener el reino de Dios. Nada lo va a detener, el reino de Dios. But that night, pero esa noche, God sent an angel. Dios mandó un ángel. And the angel killed 185,000. One angel, 185,000. Listen to what Job says. 
En el libro de Job dice, I know that you can do everything and that your plans are unstoppable. I want you to just meditate on that for just a moment. I know that you can do everything. Some of you are here this morning and you're facing some incredible challenges in your life. And I want you to just, you know, softly speak those words to your heart. I know. I know, God. I know that you can do everything and that your plans, oh Lord, are unstoppable. En el libro de Job vamos a encontrar estas palabras que dice, yo sé que todo lo puedes y que no hay nada oculto para ti. Esto quiere mencionar que el reino de Dios no se va a detener en nuestras vidas. Amen. Amen. The third point. El tercer punto. Jesus came, he says, thy will be done on earth, in earth as it is in heaven. Y Jesús vino, dijo que vino a hacer la voluntad de su Padre que está en el cielo. And Jesus is our example. Y Jesucristo es nuestro ejemplo. And the scripture tells us that Jesus came to do the will of the Father. Y la escritura dice que Jesucristo vino a cumplir la voluntad de su Padre. You remember the woman at the well. Yo, ustedes recuerdan. The disciples go to get food. Cuando los discípulos fueron a conseguir Jesus is, comida. Jesus is alone with the woman. Jesús se quedó con aquella mujer. The disciples show up los discípulos regresaron with the food, con la comida. Offering him something to eat. Le ofrecieron algo de comer. And he says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Y Jesús lo que le respondió fue, mi comida es que haga la voluntad del que me envió y que acabe la obra para la que me ha enviado. He says, once again, I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but the will of him who sent me. Él menciona que él vino del cielo no para hacer su voluntad, sino para hacer la voluntad de quien le había enviado. And you will remember in the garden, he says, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Y usted va a recordar allá en el jardín de Getsemaní cuando el Señor dijo, si es posible, pase de mí esta copa, pero no se haga mi voluntad, sino tu voluntad. And our final point. Y el punto final. This morning. Esta mañana. Is that you and I are too called to do the will of God. Nosotros estamos llamados para hacer la voluntad de Dios. Have you ever wondered why David was called a man after God's own heart? A lo mejor usted se pregunta por qué David fue un hombre llamado conforme al corazón de Dios. Listen to this scripture from Acts 13. Vea la, escuche la escritura allí en Hechos capítulo 13. Then they asked for a king and God gave them Saul, the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin. For 42 years, when he had removed him, he raised up David to be their king, of whom he testified and said, I have found in David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. Now listen, a man after my own heart who will do my will. Dice que el pueblo de Israel le pidió rey y entonces el Señor levantó a Saúl, hijo de Cis, varón de la tribu de Benjamín. Por 40 años reinó. Cuando fue quitado este, se levantó por rey al rey David, de quien Dios dio testimonio diciendo, He hallado a David, hijo de Isaí, un varón conforme a mi corazón, quien hará todo lo que yo quiero. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17, en Efesios capítulo 5, versículo 17, 
the scripture says, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of God is, or what the Lord's will is. Por lo, dice, por tanto, no seas insensato, sino conocer cuál sea la voluntad de Dios. Again, this is the words of John in 1 John chapter 2, verse 17. Y lo mismo dice en Juan capítulo 2, versículo 17. Listen to this carefully, folks. Escuchen esto cuidadosamente, amigos. The world and its desires pass away, but whosoever does the will of God lives forever. El mundo pasa y sus deseos, pero el que hace la voluntad de Dios permanece para siempre. And there's a warning in the Bible for those that do not obey the will of God. Y hay una advertencia para los que no obedecen la voluntad de Dios. In Matthew chapter 7 it says a good tree cannot bear bad fruit and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus by their fruit you will recognize them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Listen, listen, mark it down, underline it in your heart. Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but only those, only the ones who do the will of my Father who is in heaven. But only the ones who do the will of my Father who is in heaven. Porque no puede un buen árbol dar malos frutos, ni un, mala, ni un árbol malo dar buenos frutos. Todo aquel árbol que no da frutos será cortado y echado en el fuego. Así que los han de conocer por sus frutos. Cuando también dice, no los conocí, dice, no todo el que me diga, Señor, Señor, entrará al reino de los cielos, sino el que hace la voluntad de mi Padre que está en los cielos. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 